Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper. One of the most amazing things that I hear is how those believers who are in countries where they are suffering great persecution and we ask them how we can pray for you, uh, they don't pray for relief. They pray and ask for strength. That amazes me. I'm afraid I would not be so strong. Nathan, I know you've talked to several that came from countries where they were persecuted when you were there uh, working with uh, Global Frontier Missions. And uh, again, they they want strength to, to last, to stand for Christ, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's their primary prayer. Um, and... Uh, there, you know, there is concern. We we don't want to, um, you know, forget that there is real concern for, you know, safety and um, and health and, um, you know, concern for other people as well that are facing that uh, that persecution. And you know, when we say persecution, it's broad. It can look like a lot of different things, um, but that is the primary prayer: is faithfulness to Christ uh, through persecution and. Uh, People that are from um, places where that persecution has been ongoing for a long period of time would probably say uh, that persecution has led them to a greater faithfulness and a greater maturity and strength. Um, But at the same time, you know, they don't necessarily want persecution. Uh, So, you know, it's it's, it's hard for us to get our minds around. Uh, But God definitely uses persecution. Uh, in the in the life of the church, um, so I think one thing to remember as we pray today and as we look at persecution, uh, you know, there's not two churches. There's not the you know free church and the persecuted church. There's there's the church, you know. And so if any of us are persecuted, we're all persecuted. Uh, and so we need to, uh, you know, prayer is is the key component to how we are to uh, keep that unity and keep that mindset that Christ wanted for his church. And that's what we're going to do today. We're hearing so many many difficulties going on around the world, especially in a few countries. And we've selected some here that we're just going to specifically pray for today. We'll say a little bit about the country. You don't have to say a lot. We just know the persecution's there. And uh, we've asked different individuals who work here at the American Family Association, which is the, the mothership of AFR, to, uh, to come and pray. Uh, I've, I have to admit, I selected each one of them personally because <laughs> I have seen their hearts for the church and for missions and for pain for those that's going through it. So we're going to do that. The first country that we want to pray for, Nathan, is India. And right. India, it's, it's amazing. It used to be quite selective. In other words, in this province, there'd be persecution, and then over there, there'd be great freedom. But in the last few years, it's become more widespread, as I've understood it. How about you? Yeah, that's right. Um, there, you know, in the for a long time, you know, there has been what you could call like grassroots localized persecution. 
uh, a group over here and a group over there um, doing something to, you know, to persecute brothers and sisters in Christ. And um, but now we're seeing uh, not just along with that, and that's increased as well, uh, primarily because the government, the top down persecution has allowed uh, the grassroots persecution to to grow. Uh, but also when we're talking about, you know, the prime minister Modi there in, in India, very much promoting a Hindu nationalism, a strong, radical form of Hinduism that sees anyone that's not uh, Hindu as a as an enemy almost um, to the state. And so, yeah, India has changed a lot recently. They're actually number 10 on uh, what would you would call the world watch list of persecution. And so uh, lots of lots of problems in India, one of them, including, um, you know, Christians from Hindu backgrounds, people that grew up in a Hindu family, convert to Christianity, follow Jesus. They're more susceptible to persecution. But we're also seeing uh, workers, both foreign, like folks coming from the West into India to serve as missionaries, prevented from coming or kicked out of the country, but also national workers, those Indian brothers and sisters that are planting churches and serving the Lord, they're experiencing increased persecution as well. And we've asked Pat Montague. Pat has, she's one of those people, works behind the scenes, but every once in a while you hear her voice. She'll do a promotion piece. And what I've really enjoyed lately is the scriptures that uh, we're interspersing along the way. And uh, when Pat's reading, I recognize that voice. And so I appreciate that, Pat. But thank you for coming today and praying for China. It's my Excuse pleasure. me, India. I get my right country. <laughs> we're pray- now. I think I've I've foreshadowed another country we're praying for. Right Absolutely. Later. But uh, India. Yes, I'm happy to. Uh, would, it's a privilege. Would you do so? Yes, sir. I will. Heavenly Father, we come to you today, and we um, represent your body, your bride, and Father, we have members of your bride all over the world. Lord, here in the West, we only have a teeny tiny taste of what it is to be persecuted. Oh, but Lord, there are so many who every day risk their lives, their very existence on the planet to worship you. And it's something that we take for granted here. And Lord, let us not do that. Stir our hearts, Father, to remember these brothers and sisters, wherever they are, who moment by moment are at risk of losing everything they have, including their children and their own lives, because of Christ. Father God, we have a system in India where women and children are oppressed and um, Many of them are trafficked, and Lord, they're forced marriages that take place, and and the caste system, which makes women and children so small. Father God, we ask that you would, um, through your mighty power, intervene in that system. Lord, that you would, as you see fit, convert those who have some... Um, some influence in the country, Father, that they would see how very sinful the system of government is and this way of life is. And Lord, we ask that you would kindle people's hearts who are coming and going from India, that they see 
Christ foremost in the life of those who call themselves Christians, that they don't um, have reason to point a finger and bring shame to the name of Christ, Lord. We we also ask for the, the missionaries who choose to go to India, those who are also natives of the country, Lord, that there is so much violence against them that you have... Um, folks who come into the country to minister, especially to women and children, and they have to pose as nannies or um, clerical help or teachers in order to even represent Christ in that country, Lord, that you would build a hedge of protection around them, that you would facilitate um, God moments for them, that the gospel could go forth and that much glory could be brought to the Lord Jesus Christ. Father God, I know I have left out so many um, specific points that could be prayed for, but Lord, I ask that you would plow up the hard ground of our hearts, that you would cause us to bear this burden with them in a daily way, and that in Jesus' name, your gospel would go forth. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Pat. Amen. Pray for, pray for India, and uh, you've given an idea, and this can be put on, this will be on a podcast, so you can go to AFR.net and look for Exploring Missions and go down to this date, and you can find that, and you can hear these prayers, and you can pray along with them. Well, I've already shared a little bit about the next country that we're going to pray for, and uh, that is China, and I've asked Jeff Reed to pray. Nathan, when you think about China, uh the politics sometimes gets in the way of us understanding what's going on in the lives. A lot of the people there in China, uh, they're working at difficult places. Many of them are believers in the underground churches. They know it, the house churches. And even now they're closing in on the house churches a lot. Yeah. I mean, you know, for a long time, really, and still we talk about India and China being the, the two giants of unreached people groups. And that's still the case. Uh, but at the same time, both of those countries, especially China, have seen uh, millions of followers of Jesus, um, you know, uh, come to know him. And, and that gospel, the gospel is sp- continually to spread even through persecution. And the persecution in China has taken on different forms at different times, um, depending on even where you are in, in that country. And um, it might look different in the city versus in the countryside. Um, and it might look different from uh, one, um, you know, political region to another, uh, depending on who's kind of the the boss of that area. You know, the the mili- the uh, communist leader there. Um, but um, it's, it's it's changing. It seems like, and there's been a I, I would say a more effective um, um, uh, attempt, you know, uh, by the communist party to to stifle and suppress and, and persecute uh, followers of Jesus in China lately. And um, again, it still looks different in different places, but it is just the, a simple fact it's harder to follow Jesus in China now than it was just a few years ago. Yeah, that's, and, that's the case. Um, yeah. yeah. So we, we've asked Jeff Reed, uh, many of you know Jeff, she, he works with two or three of the radio personalities and helping them along, putting things together. But what you don't know about Jeff is his heart for missions. He's been on mission trips. Uh, 
uh, so many things, and it just is a great time to have him. But I've asked him to pray for China. Jeff, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, we appreciate you. Would you mind praying for no, the believers there love, in China? Love to. Go ahead. Well, thank you, Lord. We uh, we thank you for our brothers and sisters in China, though we may be separated by language and many miles. Though we share the awesomeness of knowing you, Lord God, that um, we ask that you strengthen them as they go through moments of confusion and uncertainty, that uh, you be their comforter, you be their strength. And Lord, we ask that you be their guide and their strength as they uh, set the plow to the followed ground of China, that they may uh, plow the rows straight and true, that they may scatter and season the fields with seeds of your word and your examples that may be watered by your Holy Spirit, Lord, that uh, the crops may grow hundredfold in that land that would not only amaze an atheist government, but uh, the world would know that you have done your work in China. Again, we thank you for their tenacity, their unshakable faith in the in the face of many dangers, Lord, we ask that you give them um, opportunity of divine appointments with those that need to hear your word, which would be uh, many, many people. And even though they're being surveilled and offered, uh, the, the, the population is being offered rewards to turn them in with threats of um, camps and re-education camps and many hardships, Lord. We ask that you guide them and protect them in a way that is supernatural, that they know that you are loved, they, they are loved by you. Lord, we thank you for their example. Again, um, we just pray that you amaze the world through their example. And we thank you for the lessons we have learned from them and let them know that they are loved by their brothers and sisters throughout the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. And again, pray, pray for China. Uh, so many needs there. And uh, it's we've got a lot of believers there. And so they are being persecuted in a great way. Thank you again. Nathan, the other, another country we're praying for, and one of the neatest things about this country, yes, they're being persecuted, but it's one of the places where great evangelism is taking place. And we're talking about Iran. Great, great uh, evangelistic effort. I met a man that's doing the training around two years ago, and he was just amazed at what's taking place in Iran. And we praise God for what God God works under all conditions, doesn't he? He does. And, um, I mean, honestly, that's why we see persecution in, in these places that we're praying for today is because the gospel has been effective and fruitful and the church is growing and there's new and you know more and more new Christians, new believers in Christ every day in these countries, but especially Iran is actually the place for the uh, where the the church is growing the fastest anywhere in the world. The fastest growing church is in Iran. Um, you know the largest number is probably China, but Iran has the fastest growing church, and because of that, you know the the government, which is a, a really conservative, extreme. Um, version of of Islam, they're threatened by, you know, by that. And so, um, you know, there's been, for a long time, there's been persecution, but it it seems to be increasing little by little every year um, against our brothers and sisters, especially those who are outspoken in their faith and those who will share the gospel. 
but it's amazing. It hasn't slowed that down. So um, Iran is definitely a place of, of prayer. We've asked Bo Hefner to come and pray. Bo, we don't know exactly what he does here. He, he is an assistant to the administration, and I think he does on certain job descriptions, and I say this a little humorous, and such things as may be added. Uh, that's what Bo does. He's he's across the hall from me in, in our offices, and he's never at his desk. He's always away somewhere else. But a neat part of it, he's done mission trips with you over there, Nathan, when you were in yeah. an Atlanta area, and uh, he's planning on going on to other mission trips and is a youth minister, and we appreciate that. But he has a heart for missions, so I've asked him to pray for Iran. Bo, thank you, brother. You're welcome. Thank you for asking. So uh, if you don't mind, gather together, we'll pray. Lord, just uh, we come to you in your powerful name, just asking for you to touch the folks of Iran, Lord. Just put your hand about them and protect them. And first and foremost, Lord, the, the house church leaders, Lord, we know that a house that's not founded on you will most definitely not stand, Lord. And I ask that every person that is there that's trying to lead their household uh, towards you, that you put, that you protect, and that you uh, put a hand of peace on, and uh, your grace and mercy around them. Uh, Lord, we we pray for those that have lost a spouse or a family member uh, in your name. Lord, we just ask for comforting and to let them know that in eternity it is worth every everything that is given uh, in your name. Lord, um, I ask that you uh, continue to bless and protect those folks that are serving in the universities there and the Christian students that have been kicked out of the universities, that you'd give them confidence to uh, stand in their faith and continue to follow you, Lord. Um, I ask you to uh, give us some means of being able to provide the word to them. Um, If that's by smuggling it in like it's done now, or if it's by digital or even over broadcast, uh, the Word of God to reach them and to penetrate their hearts and to and to touch their lives just like it has ours. And Lord, we just ask you to protect and be with those that are choosing to leave the uh, Islam faith and come towards um, you and Christianity, that you would um, give them the confidence and the faith and the, uh, to stay that course and put somebody in their pathway that would be able to comfort them in the hard times and Keep putting people like this right here together, praying for them, uh, that, that maybe your word would reach them in a, in a different way. And Lord, those that are in prison, those that have been punished for you, Lord, we just ask for comforting, ask for the faith that uh, many of your disciples had while they sat in prison. Lord, just give them, give them that reassurance that you are with them no matter what. And as far as we are concerned here, that our hearts be broken and our hearts be softened um, to reach in a people that maybe we don't understand and maybe a people that we've never even talked to, but yet you created them in the image of God and you created them for your purpose and you have a plan and a reason for them and help us to never forget that. Help us to do whatever it takes to train, equip, uh, people that will go and reach the people of Iran. And we ask this in the powerful Matches name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Bo, for praying. We appreciate that so much, and we want you to pray for Iran. And the next country that we're looking at is one that's been in the news quite a bit lately. It used to be called Burma, and now it's Myanmar, Nathan. And 
so much is going on there. Great, great persecution of all people because of the political uh, and military regime there. But they're really pinpointing Christians, aren't they? Yeah, for you know, decades there's been what we would call a civil war, but an ongoing struggle of uh, for freedom, uh, and there's been starts and stops to that, but mostly uh, you know military control of the of the country and uh, lots of, and this has been you know again for long periods of time, lots of targeting of specific Christian groups have been um, you know persecuted, and uh, but the most recent. Uh, kind of uh, upswing in that has been, uh, you know, with um, some civilian protests um, and the military seizing control again of the government. And and they've done, you know, several things just generally. They've um, first they uh, released like 20,000 uh, hardened criminals from their prison system and given them weapons and, you know, basically told them go out and cause cause chaos and havoc and violence. And then the military has um, um, imprisoned other, you know, civilians, civilian leaders, but just regular citizens and thrown them in prison. And then, uh, you know, over the latest count, over 600 uh, citizens have been killed. And a lot of those even women and children. Um, And so that's, that's one level. And then at a deeper level, again, the military, uh, basically has has targeted Christians again and they're they're kidnapping children they're burning houses and uh, and so it's just um, you know right now there doesn't seem to be any um, relief for that insight you know I just want to say this and then we're going to pray for them but uh, the Christian roots run deep in Burma uh, Adoniram Judson was the missionary there and he he translated the the Bible into the Burmese language, and that is still used as the primary translation in there today. Wow. And that's the first American missionary sent out, and that's where he went. So our history with Burma or Myanmar, Myanmar is great. I've asked Kendra Knox to come and pray today, and Kendra works for the studios and is just so active in so many ways, and you hear her voice quite a bit. She doesn't have quite the southern draw that Bert Harper has, so they, they <laughs> like to use her. But, uh, Kendra, thank you, thank you for your heart, for missions, and for God's people. Well, I'm excited for this chance to, to look into this country a little bit more deeply. And I'd like to read something that um, I found from Open Doors. Um, they have a beautiful website where you can find specific things that Christians are struggling with in different countries and pray for it. And this comes from Pastor Zay in um, Myanmar, and he says, It feels like our hope has been taken away. I couldn't sleep, and I cried out to God more than three times that night. He's referring to February 1st of this year when this coup and the, and the military takeover was happening. Our dreams, our hopes, our vision, and our freedom are taken away. And as I was praying for this country in preparation for this, I thought about how exhausting it would be to have your religious liberties taken away and then given to you and then taken away and to be advocating for religious freedom in your country one minute and just the, the uncertainty that comes with that and the just the fear that a lot of these pastors are, are facing. And online I read that there's a lot of services and even um, online services that have 
had to be canceled and communication has been shut off. So I think a lot of the Christians in this country are feeling incredibly isolated, as well as there's a bunch of internally displaced Christians that are um, some I read about, about 500 are in a, a jungle right now, and they're cut off from food and medicine and clothes, and they're essentially trapped right now. Right now. Um, and so we need to specifically live for, li- pray for those as well as there are thousands that are in these, these camps. Um, so, Lord, we do just pray, Lord, as, as Pastor Zay prayed, Lord, I, I can understand how easily it would be to feel so hopeless right now. But, Jesus, you are our hope that holds us firm and secure like an anchor in a storm. Would you be these believers' hope, Jesus, that their hope is not in their government, Their hope is not even in where their next meal comes from, but their eternal salvation and and hope is found in Jesus. And Lord, I pray um, that just as the scriptures say that these, even these pastors, for pastors say that they would say to themselves, why so downcast, oh my soul, put your hope in God and bless the Lord, oh my soul. Lord, I pray for peace in Myanmar, Lord. I pray for the conflict that's happening. I even pray for the military that is causing this persecution, that you would do a mighty act of revival that when they see those they are persecuting faith, Lord, that it would be convict them. It would be like heaping burning coals upon their head and that there would be revival that would even take place in the hearts of the military leaders that are doing these things to these people. Lord, we specifically pray for these 500 believers that are trapped right now in who, Lord, I just I can't even imagine the fear of being trapped in a jungle and not being able to feed your family. Um, Lord, I just thank you that you are their hope. Lord, I just pray that you would meet their needs in miraculous ways, Lord, even as you were with uh, um, Elijah the prophet when there was a drought, Lord, and ravens came and, and fed him from heaven. I ask that you would um, not forget your people in Myanmar, Lord, that you would not turn your face away them. Lord, I thank you that your hand is not too short to reach them, Lord, even though there are many ministries right now that are, are are pulling out of this country, Lord, are not able to because of the turmoil that's going on, Lord, you can reach them and you see them. And Lord, I pray for the 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 woman and the child and the man that are um, that are just afraid and feel so isolated and alone that they would know that you never leave them or forsake them, Lord, that you are with them in this struggle. And I ask that you would wrap your arms around them in a very tangible and real way. Amen. Amen. You know, there's so many countries that are suffering right now, and we've just selected a few. And uh, so, Nathan, if other people, this has warmed their heart enough to want to pray for those churches, uh, those countries where the church is being persecuted, are there websites that people can go to in order to know who to pray for and how to pray? Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, you heard it referenced. Um, You can go to opendoorsusa.org and that's the the website for Open Doors Ministry opendoorsusa.org you can check out their world watch list you can see the top 50 persecuted uh, countries in the world there also you can check out um, another website operationworld.org and there's a lot of prayer resources there at Operation World Uh, but also Voice of the Martyrs and the website for that is persecution.com 
So check out Voice of the Martyrs. We want you to join us in praying for our brothers and sisters all around the world that are facing real difficult times. They're praying for courage. They're praying for strength. But we need to pray for their safety as well, that their voices will be heard. Thank you for listening to Exploring Missions here on the American Family Radio Network. (music) 